Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Hello, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 60. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that takes less time than your average coffee break. It's produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. For more information, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. Despite improvements in the way information is protected, identity theft is still a huge problem. In the U.S. alone in 2007, 8.4 million people were victims of identity fraud. Not only is it bad for the person being victimized, it can be bad for your business if you're the one responsible for mishandling their personal information. This week's guest on Startup BizCast has advice on what to shred and how to shred it to get rid of that personal information. That's coming up, but first I have a listener email to share. Mike, who owns the Chestermere Esso, it's a gas station near Calgary, Alberta, Canada, wrote in for advice on how to blog effectively. He writes, I have up to five hours per week to devote to this activity, so it would really benefit the business. My feeling is if it was done halfway, it would make me look sloppy or lazy. I own a gas station convenience store, and we're experiencing much of the same economy as our neighbors to the south. And to top it off, we have a new competitor that's taken 45% of our customer base. Now let's talk about Mike's situation in business. I don't have any research on hand to back this up, but from my own personal experience, people choose gas stations and convenience stores based on location and price, and perhaps secondarily on how clean they are. Now I'm sure Mike's store is clean and attractive, so we won't go down that road. Now Mike can use online marketing and blogging to address the other two issues, though. Now first is to ensure he's on Google's local search. He may be able to pick up at least a little bit of business from that, and it's free, so it can't hurt. For more information on local search, listen to Startup BizCast number 15 with my guest Lori Baldwin. You'll learn more about that there. The other suggestion I have for Mike is to use his blog to take advantage of his customers' interest in finding the best gas prices. Now, I imagine consumers are as obsessed in Canada as they are in the U.S. with saving a few cents on gas. So what Mike can do is use his already existing blog to post daily updates on gas prices. He could also post his competitors' prices, although I'd suggest not using their names. Also in those blog posts, he could mention special prices inside the convenience store. You can even go one step further and create online coupons or tell people if they print a certain post and bring it in, they'll save 10% or whatever on a purchase. Now, to make this idea work, obviously, Mike will have to post signs in his store telling people about his daily gas price updates and directing them to the blog. He can't expect people to just find the website on their own. Now, the idea is probably unique enough that Mike could even take it to his local newspaper and suggest a story about it. It's possible. Good luck to Mike, and thanks, Mike, for emailing. I'll have instructions later in the episode on how you can leave me a message or ask your own question. Time now for this week's look at small business news in the BizCast Brief. Fortune Small Business has released its 2008 Small Business 100. That's the 100 fastest-growing small businesses in the U.S. Top on the list is New York-based Astronics, an aeronautics lighting system supplier. New research says small businesses in the U.S. will spend more than $280 billion, with a B, billion dollars on technology by the year 2012. The research comes from Compass Intelligence. The research firm's CEO says America is facing serious economic troubles that will not improve overnight. And he says companies will need to innovate to survive. The Wall Street Journal has an interesting story this week on small businesses wearing their political preferences on their sleeves in this presidential election year in the U.S. 
You can find a link to that story and others in this week's Small Business Recommended Reading, found on the Startup BizCast blog. Time now for this week's Startup BizCast Small Business Advice Interview. Chances are you or someone you know has had their identity stolen in one way or another, whether it's a swiped credit card number or even social security number. What if you as a small business owner were responsible for allowing one of your customers to have his or her personal identification stolen? That's not good for business. Now, one sure way to make sure your customer's information doesn't fall into the wrong hands is to eliminate it, and that means shredding it. Joining us this week on Startup BizCast is Joe Roberto from ShredTech, a company that manufactures business and industrial shredding equipment. Joe, thanks for joining us this week on Startup BizCast. My pleasure, Steve. Now, before we get started, tell me about yourself and about ShredTech. Oh, I'm, uh, again, Joe Roberto. I'm the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for ShredTech. And ShredTech is the uh, world leader in uh, document destruction equipment and uh, recycling and uh, destruction equipment. Um, much of our equipment is, is designed specifically for companies that provide uh, document and information destruction services, both on-site and uh, in-plant. Identity theft is a big problem these days. I actually recently had my credit card number stolen. I don't have any idea how that happened. What sorts of materials should a small business owner shred to make sure that sort of thing doesn't happen to his or her customers? Well, uh, you know, just about every business, uh, whether they're they're small, medium, or large, uh, really should be shredding anything that has any sort of uh, customer information. Uh, Obviously, uh, you don't want um, that information falling into a competitor's hands, for example. Uh, Any information that might have um, uh, Social Security information, um, you know, such as personnel records, uh, employee files, that sort of thing. Also, um, uh, financial information, obviously, uh, is very confidential. But one of the biggest problems that um, a lot of corporations face is is when they're sitting down with uh, their staff, and and you can imagine some of these companies have thousands of employees, and they put a policy out saying, you know, this has to be shredded, this has to be recycled, this is okay to dispose of. there, you're, you're leaving an opportunity for someone to make a decision on a document, and they may make the wrong decision. They may uh, mistakenly discard something that should that is confidential. So, what a lot of companies have started to do is, is they have a blanket policy: shred everything, and everything that gets shredded ultimately becomes uh, recycled material anyway. So it's not as though they're doing anything that's not environmentally friendly. It's just safer to shred everything. But uh, uh, even even in some cases, uh, material that doesn't need to be shredded just to take that that uh, potential liability away from employees who, who might uh, misjudge a document. I guess that makes sense. You can't be too safe these days. You never know exactly how they're going to use those uh, documents. Absolutely. Now, uh, once upon a time, I actually uh, was a TV news producer, and we did the typical story. The reporter and I went dumpster diving for uh, private information, and this was actually about 10, 12 years ago, uh, when identity theft probably wasn't quite as widespread as it is today. Are you still seeing people, uh, business owners, just throwing away things that could easily be used to steal customers' identities? Yes, uh, that that happens uh, quite regularly, and, and it's um, you know it is amazing uh, given the amount of uh, exposure and, and bad publicity that identity theft um, uh, has presently. But but people still um, uh, you know are, are, there's a lot of people that still just uh, don't really understand uh, you know w- w- what their responsibilities are, and and again there are some people that um, you know they might uh, discard material that they think is 
uh, is harmless, um, but it isn't. You know, for example, I, you know, recently I heard of a company that disposed of uh, personnel files just in the recycle bin or in the trash bin, uh, and they thought it was okay because the the records were like over 15 years old or or something to that effect. The reality is is that there's still social, you know, security uh, numbers and date of birth information and a lot of highly confidential information. So there's just a, there really there's an education and an awareness problem, and, and I think that's what gets a lot of people in trouble. And that's why a lot of the the smarter corporations now are just shredding everything. Oh, that's unbelievable. They threw away personnel records. Did, did they think the social security numbers were different these days? <laughs> you, you know, it, it, was, it was one of those those situations where, um, you know, someone making the decision just really wasn't um, uh, wasn't up to speed on, you know, on on the the laws and and uh, wasn't aware of, you know, the, the potential liability. What's the benefit to having your documents shredded by a professional versus going to your local big box store and buying your own shredder? Yeah, we, we manufacture the uh, shredding equipment that uh, the service providers use. So, for example, um, you know, we're the largest manufacturer in the world of mobile shredding trucks. So, uh, from time to time, you may have seen a, a mobile shredding truck in front of a, a building or a hospital or a bank doing uh, document destruction. Um, that, in all likelihood, was one of our trucks. So, um, but our service providers can show up at, you know, a, a building, let's say, let's say your office, for example, and shred 100 boxes of documents in a matter of minutes. And there's no way you could dispose of those records yourself with a with an in in office uh, shredder. It would just take you forever. So it's a very economical service. Now, if a business owner decides to do his or her own document disposal, they want to go out to their local, uh, you know, big box store and buy their own shredder. What should they look for? Well, I, I guess one of the um, uh, the. Yeah, I think one of the things that they should look for is is some sort of uh, crosscut uh, or um, uh, you know crosscut shred or shredder that will create a irregular shred shape. Um, you know, strip shredding is is uh, of, of all the uh, you know of all the type types of uh, destruction. Strip shredders uh, can give you particles that can be reconfigured or reconstructed. So I would just avoid strip shredders. Is there anything that can be used for identity theft that people might not immediately think about, uh, something that they may just assume is safe, but really it can be can be dangerous to their customers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, well, first of all, um, uh, look, I know my wife and I have a, a policy at home and a practice at home where, where nothing leaves our house, but, you know, that, that you know, isn't... Uh, hasn't gone through the shredder first. We just we shred absolutely everything because even even something that you think is is fairly uh, you know fairly harmless can you know can be manipulated by someone who's uh, uh, you know a fairly sophisticated con artist. But but one area that's often overlooked is is people are in the habit now of of uh, donating computers, and uh, it, it's a very honorable thing to do. But um, even if you delete everything on your hard drive, a, a savvy a computer hacker can find information on there that's confidential. So we recommend that computers or at least the hard drive and memory boards are destroyed. But I usually tell folks if if they ask me uh, what they should do with the hard drive, I usually just tell them take the hard drive out, take it in your driveway, and slam it with a hammer. And <laughs> at that point, <laughs> it will be essentially useless. Uh, and, you know, you can donate the rest of the computer, I suppose, and, and uh, hard drives really aren't all that expensive these days. 
No, and, and you know, and, and the sad reality is, is that um, you know some of those computers may come out of corporations uh, and 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 get resold and, and reused. But um, you know, the the scary thing is, a lot of them end up in third world countries where they're just being smashed apart. Uh, you know, so that they can so that the precious metals and the circuit boards can be recovered. And, uh, and you know, and some of these countries have no um, concern for you know employee safety or or the environment. So. I'm not sure that uh, a lot of the donated computers really end up being uh, used anyways. Joe Roberto with Shred Tech, thanks for taking the time to be with us this week on Startup BizCast. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Steve. You can learn more about Joe's company, Shred Tech, by visiting www.shred-tech.com. I promised earlier to give information on how to contact me, so here he goes. To leave a voicemail message, please call 206 339 4366. That's 206-339-4366. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com, or you can leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for Episode 60 of Startup BizCast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.